being a little bit of, you know, the redheaded step kids on the side. So <laughs> Saturday morning is not exactly the most, you know, revered time slot, but <laughs> except for people who really like strong coffee yep. and cheese, really. Yeah. I think it's anybody who's in that category. That's the criteria. That's the criteria for being a weekly disher in my mind. Although <laughs> you can be lactose intolerant. You don't have to like cheese. And like we were just talking this morning, Jake, you don't even drink coffee, no, which kind of shocks me because A, you're in the PNW for most of the year. Yep. That's the Pacific Northwest for anybody who doesn't <laughs> like those little acronyms. Uh, and I kind of don't get it because I drink coffee every single day of my life and you are my son. So I, why don't you drink coffee? It's it, That's part of the reason, honestly. Wait, it's a rebellion? Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, weird. It's, it's a scary thing. Like it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Wait, you're revealing a little bit much here. Really? I don't, I don't know. I'm Am always, I scary on coffee or no, not on no, coffee? No, no, it's, no. It's, it's a personal fear. Of, I, I don't, don't want to get addicted to anything. But to coffee? Coffee is like, I mean, you. I've seen you on your days when you don't have coffee. It's, no, that's a lie. You're making things up now. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, it's it's expensive, I feel like. I feel this like it true. adds up. I mean. If you are buying coffee at like places like Starbucks and such. But even like, imagine like how much you might uh, like save every year if you didn't have to well, buy coffee every year. I don't want to do that. I don't want, that's like figuring out how much you make per hour at work. <laughs> don't ever, there's certain things you just don't need to calculate in order yeah. to get through life. But yeah. Well, okay, so this is uh, this is the weekly dish on my talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with uh, Jake Larson as his last show of the season. Yep, so, one. Josh, we're glad to have you on the uh, on the old ticker, though. Oh yeah. Huh, do you drink coffee, Josh? I I have a big one right here. Okay, you've got your big canister. Oh, you've got the ice one. Yeah, Are I'm you a nice Gen Z? Guy. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge hot coffee guy. I get the sweats. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of the younger kids like the old cooled ice thing. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the older generations, Jake's grandfather, uh, will drink a hot pot of coffee all day long, yeah. all day long <laughs> into dinner uh, and afterwards too. And it's maybe the same pot of coffee, which yeah, is, probably is probably even worse. worse. And we just talked about Starbucks in the previous show, Dishing Up Nutrition. I slowly hid my ass coffee out of their oh. site. I'm like, I'm not one of these people. Those ladies are not <laughs> probably a fan of Starbucks. No. No. No, I mean. Well, there's a lot of hidden addiction. sugar. I'm going to I'm gonna guess what they were talking about is that if you buy like a big like a big drink, you maybe don't even know how much sugar is in one of those. That and a bakery item. Oh, see? Yeah. That's yeah. a that's one of those like sneak steps on you. Yeah. I know. I'm just a straight black coffee kind of gal, so it's pretty mm-hmm. easy. I get up at four AM for my other radio gig Monday through Friday, so I need coffee. You in the need morning. it. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. And you're Jake, you're that. just not there yet as a student. You haven't well, gone into the depths I of I don't know. It usually just takes me about like twenty minutes to like actually get fully awake. As long as I can Put a piece of cheese or like some <laughs> ham in my mouth. It's true. You are the protein kid in the morning. You're yeah. not going to buy like the cereal. You no. didn't. You gave up cereal. Yeah. I don't know if you gave it up or I gave it up or if we did it together. It's a combined effort. Because your siblings, your older siblings grew up with cereal. They yeah. ate cereal. I bought them cereal. And yeah. then somewhere along the way, we just stopped. I mean, it was a portion. Of, it was partially you just giving me eggs every day, which I. Which just, you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And another portion is whenever you're. 
I mean, like, you'd get cereal, but it'd never be the, the good cereal that I'd see at my friends' houses, you know? <laughs> it's always be like, oh, I'm secondhand here. Oh, I've got just Cheerios. Yeah. And, don't, and trust me, there's Cheerios are so great. Which but, I, I like now. Yeah. Like, a lot more, but maybe that's some brainwashing from you. Possibly. Which is, of course, let's just transfer that right to Oma. Yeah. Your grandmother, <laughs> because let me be clear, the sh- most sugary thing I ever got was, like, as a treat, was Golden Grahams. Like, yeah. that was like, Ooh. whoa. That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> Otherwise, it was like I got twigs and berries in a bowl, yep, you know, things yep. like that sometimes, which is fine, too. Builds character. It does. It builds character, as far as you know. Um, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what happened. Your whole generation, though, the Gen Zs, like that was the thing of like they kind of the C- General Mills was like, yeah. how are we going to get cereal back <laughs> into these kids and take dominance over the world? For sure. And I think they kind of played for a while with like thinking about, uh, you know, giving it making it like an afternoon snack. They actually tried that with the millennials too. Maybe I'm wrong on the generations, but, um, I mean, at my college, there's like a little cereal station. There's like one of those things you pull down a lever and you can fill a little bowl of cereal, but it's like, it's a casual thing. And yep. It's there all day. So like, I have seen like when they close the dining hall at the end of the night, people going like, eh, I'll get some fruit loops. You know? Yeah. Right. I suppose. So it's, it's more of a, it's less of a breakfast focus. Okay, I hear sort you. Sort of deal. I hear you. Um, I will tell you that, like, of course, I, having not had sugar cereal as a kid, went to college and <laughs> ate all the sugar cereal. Right. I mean, I must have had like three bowls every morning. Right. Which, of course, very much contributed to the freshman 15 that I came home with that year. <laughs> And and the fact that I eat bagels, I think that's I'm very popular to tell. I think it's very known. Bagels are a huge thing. Do you, are they? Yeah, there's like a little like rolling rack where um you you put your you cut your bagel open and then it's just like this little conveyor belt of heat. Um, but there's like always a little line at it for people to get their bagels or their toast. Um, a lot of lot of a lot of Nutella gets used at our campus. A lot of Nutella on campus. A lot of little Nutella little packages just end up in the trash. Um, but. Yeah, no, a lot of Nutella and bagels. <laughs> okay, so do you ever make, like, when you go to the dining hall, do you ever, like, put a meal together that is, like, a strange combination of foods? Um, I always, I, I mean, not, not nothing I call really strange, um, but I, I never really go for, like, that, that kind of stall where you, like, fix your own stuff. I always go for, like, hash browns. Because you guys or, always have, like... You guys have like stations that are like. Yeah. I mean, I'll get I'll get hash browns in my burrito if that if that's strange, but no, I, no. You put hash browns in your burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like that's I'll a go burrito. to one station, get hash browns, and then bring it over oh, to the burrito. Oh, so you you you. Oh yeah. You engineer that. Oh, hundred percent. Okay. I see that. Is there anything else you do that with? Um, I mean, I've gotten just like I've gotten um got want. Uh, walked up to like the walk stand before and just asked for chicken alone from the walk. Yeah, and, and they... then like brought it back to my dorm and then put it in like ramen or something. <laughs> so you're just ordering. Like, How do they charge you then? Yeah, uh, by weight. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's interesting. Um, because we used to didn't we used to have. I just remember always being like. I don't know. After a while, you'd walk through this, you know, we'd go through like the cafeteria type line and there there would sure. be like, we didn't have like the options. This is back in the early 90s to go to like, you know, a burrito stand or a pizza place or right. sushi stuff. We just had one cafeteria line and they had a bunch of things you could either pick or not pick. And then they had salad bar. So, so oftentimes we'd take like one thing off the line maybe, but then I'd go to salad bar, which was pretty big. And I would do the most random things in terms of like I would take a bunch <laughs> of the cut tomatoes and a bunch of the cheese and then I'd melt them in the microwave together. Ooh. 
But that's tomatoes and cheese. That's pretty good. If you eat tomatoes and cheese all the time. I mean, sure. You know, but sure. like you eat mozzarella, fresh mozz and caprese. I was just taking <laughs> orange cheese and melting it onto tomatoes. And then I would take uh, mushrooms and put soy sauce and soak them in the soy sauce yeah. and then heat those up. And then I'd put those two things together. And in the someone, microwave? He said, no, like I put the mushrooms with soy sauce and then I put the tomatoes and cheese on top of that. If someone served me that today, if someone came to me, if I was at a dinner with a chef and they were like, here we have these wonderfully, you know, infused <laughs> mushrooms with soy sauce with tomato and cheddar melted over the top. I'd be like, you're high. What is that? No one's going to eat that. But I eat that all the time. Sure. Isn't that weird? I mean a little. And you guys, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but, I mean, keep in mind, I'm a small campus still. Like, we're under 3,000. We only have, like, the one uh, dining hall. Like, I'm not Kansas University having a Chick-fil-A, a Ketchup Chipotle all on campus. Yeah, we were very jealous of your sister's setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> well, we have a great show today. That you guys, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, chefy dinners. Jake and I went to one last weekend we're going to tell you about. Uh, we're going to talk some state fair food yep. prep and we have a question on the Facebook. What is the food that you are most excited to eat right away? Yep, so we're going to talk yep. about that. Um, we're going to, Jake is going to let us in on his favorite viral food TikToks and the things that he's <laughs> been practicing in the kitchen yeah, at home, which I'm yeah. going to talk about too. And then we're going to talk a little farmer's market stuff. So we've got a good show. Stay tuned. And, uh, we'll just send off giant baby with one last show. This is the weekly dish on my talk. One Oh seven one. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, we are, uh, it's Jake and I today, kids. Yep, Steph March here. and Jake Larson. And uh, Josh is on the board, so we're just having a good time. And it's going to be, it's the day, it's the week before the State Fair show. Yep. Um, and I'm excited for that. I'm sad that you're going to miss it, but we are going to talk that in a little bit. But before we get to State Fair talk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk about a dinner that you and I had. Well, first, let me talk about the dinner I had last night. Okay, okay. <laughs> Go for it. Because you guys, I am, I like, I'm all about like the, uh, in fact, I have like two more dinners to go to in the next two days, which I may have overdone myself because of the fact that I am going to the state fair to eat everything on day one. Um, but I, uh, last night I went to, um, to Marna's in, um, it's Costa Rican. It's in Robbinsdale. So it's across the street from Travail. Right, 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 right. Um, and Marna's is a great little spot and chef has been doing, uh, chef tastings, like a chef's table once a month and it's about 12 people. He's really excited about it and he's, it's just a lot of fun. So his sister, they did one first last month and I couldn't make that one. I was out of town. And so I, he said, Hey, can you come to this next one? I said, sure. It was, um, he's like, it's great. My sister's going to be in town. She's a noted baker. I was very excited about that, right? She's great. So they're standing there. So I have no idea what's coming. I was just, I just was, I'm I'm all in. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm in for dinner. And whatever that looks like is what that looks like. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until I got there. And I wrangled my Heather Manley, by the way, to come with me. um, And she totally powered up. She was a trooper after having been gone all weekend. (laughs) Anyway. So what happens is what ha- happened what was, happened was is that it actually was called the sibling sweet and savory tasting, Aww. which is very cute, right? Yeah. Like this is like a brother sister tasting that they're doing. She's a baker, he's a chef. I didn't really realize that that was going to be like <laughs> dessert and entree alternating. Yeah. So it was like right. it was like you know like regular course 
then a sweet course, and then regular course, and sweet course. Right. And that's there's a lot of people who that is like Allie Kaplan, I think, would just absolutely die for oh, this. No, like, I, I'd be here for that. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, like every other the sweet courses wasn't just like a little blob of like mango puree with like some sweet watermelon <laughs> crema. It was cake. It was oh, a piece of cake. cake. Every other course. So it was like we did this agua fresca to start, which is a beautiful yeah. watermelon drink. But then we launched into this Dolce de Leche birthday cake, which Ooh. was this cute little thing with a dollop on top. And then I was like, okay, if they're all going to be these little cute bites, maybe I can do this, right? You guys know that I'm savory. I'm super savory. And so is yeah. Chef. He even said so. Yeah. And then we did this empanada, which was outstanding with this achiote chicken. It was so oh good. My God. But then we went into Marna's cake, which is their mom's cake namesake, which was this giant soaked strawberry, you know, like do, like de leche cake, tres yeah. leches cakes. Then we did like a little piece of tuna, and then there was this giant, you know, rice milk cake, <laughs> and then we did these little this little corn pancake with short rib, and then there was like a fig cake. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. It, for the cake lovers, I felt like I was like riding the lightning for you guys because <laughs> that was a lot of cake. Riding the wind. They were so good, and I had to fight myself to not eat all the cake. Sure. Because I think I would have been in a coma after that, but right, it was delicious. Anyway, he's it's a different tasting every time. You can go to the next one. His sister won't be there, but he'll do. I think he's going to do uh, favorites, Costa Rican favorites again. So mm. it's a great one. Marna's up in Robins, Robinsdale's where you want to go for that. Um, Interesting. The other one that we went to last week was yep. Vinai. Yeah. Tell us about that. Vinai, crazy. Um, I so Yevang his little uh, residency at Steady Poor. Yep. Um, love that. Like uh, and. Uh, their cocktail pairings with each five course dinner, right? Was it five? It was five. It yeah. was five. Yeah, um, perfectly paired cocktails with each one, and even with me, NA. You were NA, and I thought that was a good little. That's always a good thing with you because you sort of represent not just the underaged, but like the people who have decided yeah. not to drink. And exactly. I have to say, your drinks were just as spectacular. Yeah. No, they worked perfectly. Yeah, um, yeah. Started out with a. Uh, Two little meatball or dumplings. Yeah, they were dumplings. dumplings Venison situation. dumplings. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Amazing start. Yeah. Um. Then after that, was it the summer salad? Yep. Summer. You have such a better memory than me. <laughs> I would actually have to be going in through my photos for this. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. The summer salad was great. Uh, it was, was a little bit spicy, but not too was, spicy. No. There were a lot some of peppers people, in there. A lot of people think like the Thai papaya salads, that right. same thing. This was in that sort of milieu, but it mm-hmm. definitely wasn't a mouth killer. Yeah. No. It had like those peanut in there a little radish a little crunch yeah people need to throw more peanuts onto salad needs to happen yeah people are afraid of it or potato or like uh what do i have i've been eating a lot of pumpkin seeds oh yeah you got your <laughs> little bag from costco <laughs> i'm putting pumpkin seeds on everything you guys everything <laughs> yeah and so each one of those had a really great little drink paired with it steady pour by the way is um a great operation that they make sort of mixers or they'll make different kinds of drinks but the biggest thing they have is this room that we were in is an event space and you can rent it for your private parties uh if you're having a birthday you know you can do you can definitely like book private events and there's a little kitchen you can have people cook in there Mm -hmm. and they have a full bar license super smooth operation yeah yeah what else would we have after that um after that i believe was was that the pork no that was was it the duck noodles Yes. Yes, it was the duck. Yeah, with a little crispy cracker on top. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, those were all the great sauce underneath. You had to get that. Yep, you have to mix it around. Yep. And Um, then what? After that was the pork. The, uh, 
the oh, lettuce and the, the pork. lettuce wrap pork. Cameron's like, you're gonna eat with your hands, and I'm like, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. <laughs> um, but that sticky rice too. Yeah, the sticky rice is a thing that I don't know why we don't have more of that. Like, no. it's not that hard to make, I no. think, and I think we missed out on that. Yeah, no, we definitely got to get more into that. But that, yeah, between the sticky rice wrapped up in the lettuce with that pork, that pork was. That pork was, you said it broke your mind a little bit. No, it was I said, so good. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure in the moment I was like, that's one of the top 10 meat experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's the thing. Yia Vang and those guys, I mean, like he talks about how when his family, they broke down a pig, you know, they, yeah. it would then, they would feed the village, you know, it's like it would feed families of course. and it would feed them for, you know, a long, for like a week or so or sure. more because they were just really using all the parts and it was just, it's so essential to the way that they eat. Yeah. And that, that is a big piece that I appreciate. I never met Yia before this. Yeah. Um, great guy. Yeah. Very lovely human. Um, but I really appreciated the, uh, the cultural ties to it Yeah, as somebody who's studying, uh, like foreign cultures and everything. It's nice to, uh, get a little perspective on that through food. Yeah. And like at the beginning of the meal, he was saying that it's, this meal is a love letter to his parents, right? which was beautiful. Right. Which I, I, I really appreciate. Okay. That. If you were writing me a love letter, what would your meal be? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You can think on that. Yeah. You can think on that. But well, the thing about probably that. Probably include spam. It would include spam. That's, we'll be real. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but there's something about, you know, he's the thing with Vinay, too. You know, that's sure. the name of the refugee camp yeah. that um, that he was born in and that many, many, uh, you know, uh, Hmong refugees were born in. And so he it's really one of those seminal things. And you guys, he's working on a lot of things and he's, you know, they're trying to still get that restaurant open. But I love that mm-hmm. he said. We're not going to wait anymore. We're just going to no. call this V9. Yeah. And it, maybe it's nomadic for a while. Yeah. And I don't even know if they're going to go back to that same building. They may find somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the good news is he will be at the state fair. And so right. he it talked is. about <laughs> what he said, like 60,000 pounds of rice. Or nine tons. Nine tons of rice that that man has ordered for the state fair. Yeah. So make sure you say hey to him <laughs> when you see him there in the International Bazaar. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you guys are going to start that safe fair chatter. And we might talk about some other things. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. Jake Larson's here. And we are ready to talk about the great Minnesota get-together. Oh, my goodness. I know. Oh, my goodness. The so anticipation. You missed it last year. I missed it last year. I missed it the year before for COVID. Right. So it's Everyone been... missed it the year before, well, yeah. right? I mean, true. But, but you, uh, yes, you haven't been. And then 2019... Did you come around with me or did you, were you peach pitting or you peach trucking? I was slicing peaches. Slicing peaches. So you have both been an eater and a worker and an all around. And the time you got lost (laughs) at the fair that I really thought, oh my God. One of the times I've got lost. That's true. I'm like, that kid doesn't have a cell phone. What are we going (laughs) to (laughs) do? I'm just going to start walking backwards with my arms outstretched shouting, Jakey. I mean, I'm tall enough. You found me pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, you were little though. Uh, I was thinking of time more recent. But, well, uh. I know you were little. There was a time when we were doing day one and you were with us. Really? And <laughs> you, I couldn't find you. And we were like, wait a minute. Where did that kid go? <laughs> I don't know how we found you. Anyway, that's that's the nightmare. The good, the dream is, of course, doing all the eating and stuff. Um, yeah. We did ask on the Facebook and we just want to know the big question is, what are you most excited to eat? What's going to be your first bite? Our girl Trixie says Prano Pup Baby. She's coming up from New Orleans. I know. You're going to get a squish from her. That's good. Uh, Jan says, my husband always starts with a foot-long hot dog with onions and mustard. He shares it with me. I love the fried pickles. 
Uh, Jennifer says, yep, an unusual pick, but I'd love to start with an, the espresso ice cream drink from Java Jive. They usually have a BOGO in the bargain book, which is great. Okay. A lot, I, there's that vibe of like sometimes in the early mornings when I have to go for media days and stuff. Yeah. It's nice to hit the Java Jive first. I'm with you. No, I'm with you, Jen. Here's one that I don't know if you've ever had uh, from Melissa. She says the London Broil Steak Pita. No. I know. We've never done that. I don't even know where that is. That's It's over by the um, Coliseum or oh. the Grandstand. The Grandstand. Uh, oh, 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 yep, sure, yep. Sure, sure. Cheryl says French meadow bootleg frappe and a luscious scone with you there, girl. Okay, Blair, I can't wait for my gizmo. Yeah. Do you remember the gizmo? Uh, I brought you many a gizmo. I remember the gizmo. Yeah, I think I did bring you a lot of gizmos at the peach truck. It's been a minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cinnamon roll early morning. Oh, Rico is excited for the Union Monk Kitchen, just like we've been saying that yeah. he is going to yeah. be there. Rico, I want you to give him a crisp high five if he's there. Uh, Raydeen says, what are the details? Oh, that's for Hanson. Uh, <laughs> he, she, but she does want to know what are the details of the book signing. Um, they are going to be, it is going to be, I believe that first Saturday, um, that she is going to be there. So Hanson is going to be signing copies of her book. So okay. that'll be fun if you guys want to come. Um, Janine, of course, says all of it, but corn fritters first. Janine is, of course, from the Hot yeah. Indian, and we're going to see yeah. her there for sure. Real excited. Real excited. They've got the coffee, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ice cream things, right? Uh, Michelle, Prano Pup, no corn dogs here, girl. Lose blueberry <laughs> beer. Prano Pups are big. Prano, Prano Pups. I mean, where else are you going to get them? It's kind of a thing. It is. like, And this is the thing. It's like you can, sure, you can get many corn dogs, and you can get corn dogs in the freezer case, and there's even like state fair corn dogs, but yeah. it's never the same as an actually freshly fried dog with pancake corn batter no, and that's I mean, the pronto prop versus the corn dog there's a little bit of pancake in that batter right right and they both have value i'll say like I, I'm, I'm not one to choose a side really <laughs> i know um, you're kind of a mediator but like there's it, happiness on both sides exactly i i try to get a foot long of either at least once each year yeah, that's true. The footlong is kind of move. You know that like lately the there's that one stand that was always across from the from where the 4H kids perform. Sure. The 4H building. There's that one stand that has I think it's the only stand that I can find on the state fairgrounds that it has a Polish sausage. Mm. Corn dog, Prano Pup. And that, to me, that's worth it. That's a power move. That's a power move because that is more, that like equals. Like, let's be honest. Like, when you're doing Prano Pup and Corn Dog, it's a lot about the batter and yeah. less about the dog because it's a kind of a weak dog sometimes. Yeah. And this is the power move the Polish sausage inside the batter. Punch I'm going to sh- throw it up again today. Show it up, not throw it up. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But of course, always, we all know how obsessed I am with there's one secret sandwich. Yeah. The peg? No. Oh. That's very common, but it's the secret sandwich. I do get a peg breakfast sandwich. You get that often. Before I go on the show, usually. Little fried bologna. Yeah, yeah, the fried bologna at the Netterfields. It's actually griddled. It's not like deep fried, but it's okay, okay. it's like griddled. I know what I've been calling it, fried bologna. Sure. Okay. Well, what's your secret sandwich? It's That's the Netterfields. Oh, like, oh, oh. Because it's not like advertised anywhere. You know, like sure. it's not like a big name thing. Like the gizmo's the gizmo, right? And the peg has the peg. But this is just... Eight. And it's Netterfields, but they don't even have the word Netterfields on their gotcha, gotcha. signage. They're just a concession stand. But huh. again, I'm going to say best hot sauces collection in uh, in the fair. Huge claim is right there. Yeah. They have a ta- they have multiple tables full of hot sauces. Oh, I, so that like if you're even if you're thinking that you're anywhere near the Kidway and you need to hit a hot sauce, you could foreseeably go into their little like. Picnic table court, use the hot sauce and jet. They're not going to get mad at you. Oh. Lots of tapatia, lots of Tabasco. 
I might like slip in a little crybaby Craig's there and see yeah, how that works. No, Wouldn't that be fun? It. We should totally do that. Um, let's talk a little like how to prepare for the state fair. Yeah, it's a <laughs> how do the you week prepare? leading up is always an ordeal for us. <sighs> I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. Josh, how are you feeling about this? Are you coming? Yeah. Are you there every day? I'm there probably. I I go at least four to five times a year, and I just eat everything. What is your top eat there, Josh? It was the it was the fudge puppies, but they got rid of that booth right outside the food uh, right outside the food. I know, there. I love yeah. those ladies. They had a song. Yeah, it was fudge yeah, puppies. Had their own website had every, everything rolling, and then they're like, oh yeah, so last year I'm like, well, this is where depression. Sets it was in. it was they, it was and I'll be honest, it was a there was a family controversy. Oh, gotcha. want, I mean, like there was like the the aunt owned it, I think, mm. and she sold it, and the other people were like, wait, what? It, it was a whole thing. Rough. Anyway, yeah, um, I think I mean the. Thing I eat probably the most is Prana Pups, just because it's hard to beat. It is hard but to I'm beat. But I'm gonna now try that pull of sausage because that is like, like you guys said, that's a power move. It's a power move, man. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, and it's not exactly again like it's kind of one of those secrety things that you kind of gotta find. But I'll snap a picture and send it to you so you know where to go. Yeah. I mean, I'll we'll post it for sure. Yeah. But I'll take I try. I try to get the new foods in, but I end up. I a lot of times I'll end up just eating the same thirty things every single year. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll get to it next year. You know, it's funny after so because of the mag. You know, I do yeah. definitely eat every single new food the first year or the first day, and we go through that. And then it's like my, by the time I'm on my third or fourth day at the fair, I'm literally like. Hmm. Yeah. What should I eat? Yeah, me at, like the, I, me at the fair is like a, a kid in the candy shop. Like I love love the fair. So I'm, I'm super pumped for Thursday. I'm probably just going to go just by myself and hang out and eat some food and check out the the first day is always just it's, it, it, there's an aura to it. There so. is. It's everything's clean. Like the streets are kind of clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have mm-hmm. the Martha the the sweet Martha scars yet on the sidewalks. <laughs> Those scars yeah. are fresh. We got to wait until day four until they get start to get really yeah, really no, the no, freckles. No, co- no cookie casualties on. Yeah, the first not day yet. Sure. Not on the first day. And the bathrooms are so clean. God, I love it. It's just pristine. We start at eight thirty, Josh. So if you ever if you see me out there, just give me a high five. Will do. Jake will be there too. Yep. So the that's a.m. Not p.m. Right. That is okay. eight thirty a.m. I was gonna say p.m. <laughs> is past my bedtime. Yeah. No. <laughs> Especially after a day of eating. Yeah. But um, yeah. No. We're very excited about it. I think for me also, I'm like I'm watching the weather. And I'm thinking about like what, yep. like I, I'm constantly actually thinking about what am I going to wear. No, you put more detail and preparation into fair than anything else in your life. I, I know, well, and I'm the hard part is I'm actually writing on. I have some deadlines for the magazine that I'm working on yeah. that are really important and big, and so I really haven't been able to really focus. <laughs> and starting tomorrow, I'm taking the you know the morning to kind of get my map set. Yep. And get yeah. the route set. And I know a lot of you dishers rely on those maps, and we're putting them up <laughs> this week so that you. You know, because of course we color quote our quadrants, yeah. So that you are like, maybe you're gonna say, I'm gonna hit all the new fair foods in this section this day, the blue yeah. section, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll go into the green section the yeah. next day, just so that you're a little bit more aware. Well, here's the thing: everybody's talking about how oh, it's starting to feel like fall. I'm like, you don't know the fair like I do, because once the fair hits, it's like its own temperature week. Like, it is. It's twelve <laughs> days of its own thing, and then Labor Day, always rainy, damp, and like chilly and windy and it's always usually always gross at least the last handful of times i've been there on labor day it's just been like fall making its early appearance making say yeah. hello welcome mm. did you see sven Sun- Sungard did a whole thing about like is the state fair heat wave real or urban legend because we all tend to say it's so hot it gets yeah. so hot no it's real and he's saying it's, it's kind of real and it's it's very much but here's a good point on his part it's also because we jammed 250,000 people yeah. into a small area yeah. with not a lot of trees no. and everyone's frying and there's a lot of electricity and yeah. that may cause that specific a area bubble. to feel hotter. 
even yeah. to us. The state fair is its own season. It is it true, is, as far as we're concerned. Well, I'm going to give you like the the weather report right now for that day for opening day Thursday. It's looking pretty good, guys. Mm-hmm. Seventy six. You know, that's a nice. You know, yeah. it looks a little high. It looks a little high in the humidity, but seventy six, partly cloudy. Um, I'm not okay with that. It looks like that first weekend we might find some rain, but maybe not. We never. It's still far enough away. It could things could move. Okay. But I'm feeling pretty good about it. Let's not be too claimy. We don't want to anger the, we the don't, weather gods. We don't want to have any hubris. We don't want to. We still want to be humble in the sights of the weather gods. Very true. Yeah. Um. But we're very. Yeah. We're we're getting ready for it. So, get your comfortable shoes. Here, are my hot tips. Here's the thing. I am going to be wearing a spork again this year, yeah. so that I have my own plastic utensil to bring. So, because that's the thing. The amount of plastic that we throw away when oh we God. eat the first foods, it's gross. Yeah. And it made me feel really icky. Yeah. And so. I carrying the plastic utensil the last year was really great. Spork on a string. Yeah. I'm a lanyard. On a lanyard. I have a spork on a string, man. (laughs) It's spork power. And if everyone wants to be a part of that, I encourage you to get a spork on a string. And if you show it to me, I'll give you $5. If we're on the field, if we're there, I'm going to have $5 for you. That's how I'm going to say it, and I won't ever repeat that's, that. So that's just one prana pump. people were right today. Yeah, it's one prana pump. Although I don't know if it's going to be five bucks this no, year. If it's going to be going to hit real this year, I think. don't you feel? Because yeah. we don't know until we get there. By the way, the prices. Yeah, true. So Ooh. we're going to see been what going inflation. Up. Last couple of years, it's been well. It's it's you can't find a five dollar thing almost. Yeah, no, not anymore. No, my budget's gone up. Maybe water, but maybe water. <laughs> right? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, we'll report definitely on that. We're gonna take a quick break, you guys. When we get back, it's gonna be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So, uh, you know, give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Maybe you want to just shout out your favorite fair food. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to advocate for something new. Maybe you want to ask where you can get fair food that's not at the state fair because Ooh. you are still worried about going. That's all valid. Those are all valid things to call about. We'll be right back. This is the weekly dish on my talk one zero seven one. Brought to you by Hornitos. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Um, this is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to give us a call, 651 641 1071, we can ask your question, answer mm-hmm. your questions about State Fair. We can talk about uh, if you are doing college tours, yeah. <laughs> want to know about the University of Puget Sound. <laughs> we have a little expert here on hand. Um, anything like that, we're are ready for you. Uh, we do have Brian on the line. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Good. Did, did the pickle dog move? I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen. Oh my God. Wasn't it? It was in front of Andy's Grill, wasn't it? It was in front of, yeah, it is supposed to be in front of Andy's Grill. I, is it not there I on the map? Not, I, last year I didn't see it, so I don't know. Oh, it, I think it was there last year because I remember did. getting one. But and they had a new one last year. They had something different. I can't. They had a turkey. Remember, they wrapped it in turkey. Oh, I, I've never. I've, probably going to try it this year because you keep talking about it. So. I know. I can't stop talking about it. That's a problem, but now I just love pickles. Start with the wild rice specialties, wild rice cheeseburger with onions. You love that one. I remember yeah. that. And yeah. duck drummies. Okay, you have to come to the stage again and report on that. Yep. Okay, we'll see you next week, Brian. Right. See ya. Bye. Okay, bye. Um, that's a big one. Seriously. That's a good move. That's a good move, right? I know. And a lot of people love that wild rice burger um, that's in usually the world, the expo, the 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 environmental expo area right so okay we have that to look forward to too yeah that's a that's one to go on like a day that's when i would go get like on day three or four you know what i mean i I forget there's so much stuff that like was before that i started going that like i still don't like you still don't know no no i don't know if you've had any even like had breakfast like the the swedish no have you you've had hamlin dining hall though yeah yeah Yeah. we've stopped there yeah um 
because they they had like that mashed potatoes. And, yeah, uh, those were good mashed potatoes. Yeah, those year. are those are institutional mashed potatoes in the yeah. best way. Yeah. Um. All right. Remember, you guys, if you want to give us a call, six five one six four one one zero seven one. We did get a note, uh, from Shelly. She said we're going to a concert. At the Palace in St. Paul next weekend. Any mm. favorite restaurants downtown you can recommend? The Palace in, in St. Paul, which is really close, actually, to Meritage, um, which is kind of, you know, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Um, but I think, really, if you want to have, I would suggest going to Dark Horse Bar and Eatery. That's a fun one to go. That's not exactly right in the neighborhood. You will have to, like, go a little ways. But that's a really fun bar. Lots of great whiskey. Uh, their fried chicken there, you guys, is outstanding. Patty Whalen, who owns it, he's just a salt-of-the-earth guy. Um, they often do pop-ups <laughs> with Salsa Collaboration. is often there doing great things. Uh, so I like Dark Horse Bar and Eatery. That's closer to Lower Town. Um, but I would also say that, you know, I'm always kind of a big fan of Cassettas for if you're going downtown sure. to a thing. Because you can either stand in line and get one of the best cheese pizza slices on the planet, yeah, yeah. and do that and get a salad and some cheese pizza. That's oh, yeah. a. You, are you are you co-signing me, Josh? I love Cosetta's. Yeah, I also love Pizza Luce, but that's the Minneapolis version of Cosetta's. That's pizza true. Luce, so. That's true. And then also, you know, on the rooftop of Cosetta's is you know they have like a rooftop bar if you're yeah. looking for like a good cocktail and some snacks like that. So that's those would be my picks for downtown. Yeah. Um. And I do love Meritage if you can go sit at the bar. It's just sometimes I think it's harder to get in there. Sure. Um, but I think it's fun. I love that. Um, okay, 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call. Um, I was going to let you guys know about that there is a new podcast uh, for the Farmer's Market. So the mm-hmm. Minneapolis Farmer's Market has been uh, putting up, uh, they have a new podcast called Farm to Market Podcast. And it's about farmers and the people who love them. And I, wow. you know what I mean? I, I really do love, even though I don't really, you know, uh, the common ground people are people who I've always, you know, for years been sort of a fan of. Um, and this is not associated with them, but it's the same thing of knowing that there are people who the farmers are worried about the way people think about them because there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of people just out there talking to farmers. There's a lot of misinformation and people think that just because a farm is like 3,000 acres, it's a factory farm when actually it's a family farm. And so there's a lot of stuff. And so uh, I know that the couple episodes they have, um, they have one that's just an introduction. They have Exploring uh, a Family Farm with Tammy Wong. Uh, It looks like the Peach Family Farm. And the last one they just put up uh, is We Visited a Trout Farm with the Minnesota Department of Agriculture. Wow. So Get some voice for the farmers. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think there's, I think we go to farmer's markets and we buy our stuff. Of course. We don't necessarily chat them up as much as, unless you're really interested in the, you know, because oftentimes I'm like, how would I use this pepper? Yeah. Is this spicier than this one? Or what do you think about like that? What kind of bees made this honey? What bees made this honey, man? Were they cool? Were they cool? (laughs) Where was it? Why is it different? Um, And then there's also... Obviously, the state fair is full of farmers. Oh, yeah. Full of ki- farm kids. Chock full of farmers. Chock full of farmers. But how often are you really just... I mean, and that's the thing is I would say if you have... If you really are there for the food, obviously go and do the food. But if you're taking, you know, the the time to kind of do the fair in a bigger way. Yeah. You know, sometimes those ag kids get on the stage and talk about what right. they do and how they do it. And sometimes if you just cop a squat, you know, in a little bleacher situation and... Have your ice cream and your French fry if you're going to do the dip and yeah. and listen to what they do. Right. 
And yeah, we've had like plenty of little conversations over by the dairy building and by the uh, the people tending to their cows. Yeah. You know? I mean, chatting up the 4-H kids, you know, of course, we're not doing podcasts on a stick this year, yeah. which is, uh, you know, but those episodes are kind of evergreen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you interview a 4-H kid, you know, as we did on podcasts on the stick, you find, you know, kind of the, it's like the same kids, not the same actual humans, but the same type of kids are coming. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Uh, we do have Shelly on the line. Shelly, what's your question today? I was wondering if you knew of any place that had Beef Wellington in the East Metro, St. Paul, you know. Okay, Beef Wellington. <laughs> um, I want to uh. say like Mancini's might, right? Have you tried, have you looked anywhere? Um, you know, I went online yesterday and I couldn't find anything. Right. Um, well, I'm going to tell you two things. I have to be honest that if you're really one of the best beef Wellingtons is um, in is from um, Jamie Malone. She makes she like you can order them and you can either bake them at home. You know, like she makes she kind of pre par bakes them for you. If sure. you're, you're at all interested in that, hers are actually outstanding. Um, but I would say I would try Mancini's and um, it looks like. Merlin's Rest, which is in Minneapolis, but it is, you know, it's that pub that's sort of on, um, it's on East Lake Street. Have you ever okay. been there? Merlin's Rest? Well, I'm from Wisconsin, so. Oh, you, okay. You're, oh, I see. That's, you're definitely looking in the definite East Metro. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, okay. So that would definitely be, um, I would definitely look at Mancini's in St. Paul first. I'm sure that, All right, the, I would almost be great. sure that they have it. Okay. And I'll see if any listeners want to call in and let us know. We'll let you know, too. Awesome. Thank you. You bet. Um, I just think that that's, that's, a, that's also one that's like, it's right. usually, it might not be on menus right now. It may be, they may rotate it onto of the course. menu. Um, in, um, it looks like Murray's, it looks like right, Crooner's Supper Club. These are not in St. Paul, nor are they close to Wisconsin. <laughs> but yeah. if you're willing to take a little trip. I guess I guess it's like looking in Woodbury for sure for Beef Wellington. Okay, we'll take a we'll see if we can find one of any listeners call in. Let us know. Yeah. We're going to take a break, you guys, and come back with that second hour. So stay tuned. Here we are.